Welcome to Elevate Your Direct Sales Business with Kelly Northcott. I'm your host, Kelly Northcott, and I'm so glad that you're here. I've been in the direct sales industry for over 20 years. When I was in the field, I was a top performer and leader, and now I have a growing coaching business that helps direct sellers of all titles from all companies build businesses that they love. If you're a direct seller who wants to get more out of her business and have fun doing it, you're in the right place. Tune in each week to learn systems so that you can scale and grow, implement mindset principles and practices to get out of your own way, and get coaching to break through to new levels of your business. This is the third part of our mindset series. And if you're doing this series in order, you know that your beliefs are created by your thoughts and that your reticular activating system is always working to support them. On this episode, we're going to talk about how to create beliefs that will serve you and how to stop thoughts that don't. Your thoughts create your feelings, your feelings cause your actions, and your actions lead to your results. Everything starts with your thoughts. If you want to change your results, you have to change your thoughts. Think of this process like launching a rocket. If you shift the launch pad just a smidge, it completely changes where the rocket lands. And the same goes with your thoughts. If you shift them even just a little bit, you're going to change your results. When you control your thoughts, you can control your results. Your brain thinks your thoughts are facts, and your reticular activating system is always finding evidence that supports your thoughts. Thoughts turn into beliefs when you think about them for 68 seconds, so it's important for you to stop your negative thoughts as quickly as possible. The first practice I'm going to walk you through helps you do that. When you notice a negative thought, say something like, oh, that's a negative thought, and I'm learning to think better thoughts. Sometimes that's going to be enough to stop it, and then you can change the topic. Sometimes it's not enough though, and the negative thought keeps creeping in. And when that happens to me, I make a list of cookies. So when I notice I'm thinking a negative thought, I say, oh, that's a negative thought, and I'm learning to think better thoughts. And then I'll say chocolate chip, snickerdoodles, oatmeal, oatmeal raisin, Oreos, nutter butters, brownies, peanut butter. And I'll keep going until I feel like I can move on to a topic that doesn't involve the negative thought. Sometimes I'll even have a discussion with myself if brownies are really cookies or not, and that's fine because the goal is to get my brain to move away from the negative thought. You can only think one thought at a time, so if I'm having a debate with myself about whether or not brownies are cookies, I'm not thinking a negative thought. Because negative thoughts have become part of our inner dialogue and our brain thinks they're facts, most of us aren't aware of how many negative thoughts we have during the day. When you first start noticing your negative thoughts, you might get discouraged because of how many you do have. But your negative thoughts haven't increased. You're just more aware of them thanks to your reticular activating system. And when you notice one, congratulate yourself because it means you're making progress. Now, before we move on to the second practice, I want you to do two things to set yourself up for success. First, I want you to create your interrupting thought. If saying, oh, that's a negative thought, and I'm learning how to think better thoughts works for you, great. If it doesn't sound like something you'd say, come up with something else and practice it. When you're having a negative moment, it will be much easier to stop the negative thoughts if you're prepared. The second thing I want you to do is to come up with your neutral thought. If you want to make a list, choose something that you can easily list. If I were still in the field, I might list the products that I sold. If you love Disney, list Disney characters. If you love sports, list football teams. You can also sing a song or recite a poem. Now make sure it's something that makes you feel good. Don't pick a song off your breakup playlist. Do a practice run while you're in a good space so that you have it ready when you need it. The second practice is using mantras. 
Mantras, affirmations, and declarations are all slightly different from each other, but a lot of people use the words interchangeably. Mantra seems to be the most common term, so that's what we're going to use. Now, mantras are very effective when you use them correctly. The participants of LEAP love them because they can say them whenever they want, and they've gotten amazing results from them. If you tried mantras in the past and you didn't get the results you expected, it might be because you didn't say them often enough or the words you were using were working against you. So let's go through some do's and don'ts of mantras, and I'll give you some mantras you can start using. Brain trainers suggest having no more than three mantras at a time. And if you're new to this, just start with one. You want to keep your mantra short and simple because you should say it at least 25 times a day. If you say them all at once, it will take more than 68 seconds, and then you'll start to create a new neural pathway and your mantra will become a belief. Create your habit of mantras by stacking it with an established habit that takes about three minutes to complete. Some of my members say them when they're making breakfast, some say them as soon as they pick up their phone, and some say them before they go to bed. I say mine in the shower. I have it written on a piece of paper that's taped to my shower door. Now I've been saying the same one long enough that I haven't memorized, but I keep the paper there as another reminder. Having a visual will help you learn your mantra and remind you to say it. You can make it a screensaver, you could write it on a piece of paper and put it on top of your coffee pot, or you could put a post-it on your mirror. Mantras are not magic spells and they don't work overnight, so you want to give yourself at least 30 days of consistency to see results. And this is where having an accountability group will help. You can share your mantras with each other and then remind each other to say them. If you forget to say them, don't get bent out of shape that you missed a day. That's just another negative thought. Just say it as soon as you remember. I say mine out loud because I find that I focus on the words more when I do that, and hearing them uses more of my brain. If saying them out loud is going to prevent you from saying them at all, just say them in your head. One of my members writes hers out every day, and she's gotten amazing results. So do whatever works for you without making it too complicated. The most important thing is consistency. Using motion when you say them. Don't just do it like you're reciting a multiplication table. You're creating a belief, and it's what you really want, so say it with feeling. Visualize it while you say it. If your mantra is, money flows easily to me, visualize money flowing to you. So let's talk about creating your mantra. You want to select your words carefully. So don't use the word no because your brain doesn't hear no. So if you say, I don't want to lose my title, your brain hears, I want to lose my title. Also, don't use any undesirable words such as debt or fail. Instead of saying, I want to get out of debt, say, I'm financially free. You want to use the present tense, such as, I am abundant. My business grows more and more every day. I attract team members who are business builders. I am healthy and happy. I am building a large team. You want to make your mantra a stretch, but believable. If you say, I have a million dollar business, and that's far, far from reality, your mind might argue with it and point out that your business is a four-figure business and not a seven-figure business. So go general if you're having trouble believing your stretch, and then you can level up as you go. So for example, instead of focusing on a specific number, focus on growth. So you might say, my business is growing more and more every day. If I book parties easily is a stretch, say, parties are easy to book. And you know this is true because there's lots of people who have full calendars. One of my members wanted to focus on being organized, and she was having trouble with the mantra of, I'm organized. So we tweaked it to, I choose to be organized, and that's helped her a lot. You can also add ING to something. So if you want to be a leader, you can say, I'm a leader of an engaged and productive team. 
But if that's too much of a stretch, you can say, I'm building an engaged and productive team. Another tip that I found is helpful is to start your mantra with, I gladly receive. So I gladly receive team members who are business builders. I gladly receive an income of at least $5,000 a month. Make sure it's present tense though. So you don't want to say, I will gladly receive or I would gladly receive. Have fun with your mantras and come to the Facebook group or send me a DM to share your success stories and ask questions. Thank you for tuning in. And be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss anything. And if you haven't already, leave a five-star review and tell your friends about the podcast. If you have any questions about anything you heard on this episode, or if you have a topic you want me to talk about, send me a DM. I'm at Kelly D. Northcutt on Instagram. And I love to hear from you and celebrate your success.